We need to understand the Holy Spirit. And what I do right now as I'm sitting across, I usually have a little piece of paper that I'm writing on, or depending on the person, I can already have it written out. And I have on that these references. And what I do is I just take them, and, and if you want, if you've never done this, you can open your Bible to Genesis 1-2. We're coming back to Galatians, but I'm going to project it on the screen. And I say, look at Genesis chapter 1, and they can all find that. You always start with something they can find. I say it's in the front right after the index, you know. And they go right there, and I said, look at this. It says, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. I said, did you know that it's the Holy Spirit that was the agent of creation? The Holy Spirit is the one that I know that, that God created the heavens and the earth. In Jesus Christ, all things were made by him. Without with him was not anything made. But the agent, the actual hands-on fashioner, the agent, what we find is the, the operative force, the, the member of the Trinity that does stuff is the Holy Spirit. And, and he does it for the glory of God and to point to Christ. But he is the person who is the agent of creation. If you keep going, he's also the agent of conviction. My spirit will not always strive, God said. God didn't say, I'm striving. He says, my spirit is striving. And so what you show as you're discipling is how utterly vital the Holy Spirit's work is. He is the one that, that was the one who created all things. That's why when in Genesis chapter, or I mean Exodus chapter 20, the Holy Spirit says, I created the earth in six literal 24-hour days, just like you're supposed to work six literal days. The Spirit of God was, and he wrote down what he did. That's what's so interesting. We trust other people more than the Spirit of God, who wrote down the truth of God. And so you explain, he's the one that convicts people, and uh, just like with my vitamin C people yesterday, I go no further if the, if the Spirit of God is not working on the other side, if he is not inside them, making them curious, convicted, wanting to know more, interested in understanding how to be saved, you don't, we can't save people. I can't, you can't. And no quick prayer, and no, we can't do the work of regeneration. The Holy Spirit does. He's also the author of scriptures. It says in 2 Samuel 23, 2, David said, The Spirit of the Lord spoke by me, and his word was in my tongue. And I even have them mark that in their Bibles. That's one of the key verses about inspiration. Holy men of old didn't speak whatever they wanted to. They were moved, Peter said, by the Holy Spirit. This is David saying that the Spirit of God, he's the author of the Scriptures. And when I read the Bible, it's God's voice. He spoke by me. That's why when Daniel read his Bible in Daniel 9, do you know what he said? He said, we haven't listened to your prophets. He looked at reading the Bible as listening to the prophets tell what God wanted. You know what one of the evidences of salvation is? We want to hear God's voice. We can't go very long without hearing his voice. We long to hear his voice, and so we plan to neglect other things so we can. In fact, when I was being mentored and trained um, by Dr. MacArthur in the 80s, he said, there's something you need to learn if you're going to succeed in the ministry. Plan to neglect. He said, my goal in life is I plan to neglect everything except what God called me to do and to be responsible for. 
And he said, I surround myself with people that are better than me at everything they do so I can do what I was called to do. Did you know we need to plan to neglect whatever it takes to hear the voice of God? Because he is the one that speaks through his spirit writing down the scripture.